Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is a show all about podcasting, helping you to create a more successful podcast. I'm Colin Gray, and I'm joined by Matthew McLean, as always. Hey Matthew. Hello there. Hello. So, as you know, this season is all about how to get your first episode out into the world. It's all about getting over that procrastination, getting started, getting that show live. And we're going through this step by step. Each episode is another thing you need to do to get that show live and make sure it's going to be a successful, best chance to be successful and grow an audience in the future. Last time around, we talked about planning and scripting. So that was all about sort of getting prepared for your show, for your recording. And now it's all about doing that actual recording, how you set up your equipment to actually get that recording delivered uh, or down on tape, as we call it. Eh? So this was partly about equipment, partly about online recording as well. Eh? So sometimes we'll be recording online, sometimes we'll be recording in person. We're going to go through all the setups you need for that. So we'll start with equipment, Matthew. Yeah, so like if you took all the podcasters in the world, I think you could bunch <laughs> most of them into the, the category of records on their own or records interviews on Skype yeah, or records yeah. co-hosts on Skype. Yeah, sure. So one way or another, it's somebody sitting down on their own physically, at least yes. uh, at their computer with yeah. a microphone. So all you really need there is, is a USB microphone. Yep. Um, there's lots of USB microphones out there. The most popular ones you tend to hear about are, are the blue range. So you've got the blue Yeti and the blue Snowball. Mm -hmm. I'm not personally convinced that they're the best value for money. Mm. I think that um, the best value for money, the, the most foolproof, if you like, uh, is looking at models like the Samsung Q2U yeah. or its alternative, the, the Audio-Technica, is it the 2100? Yeah, 2100, yeah. yeah because they... they they're microphones that you can't really do much wrong with. They don't have polar patterns and yeah, things like that, so yeah. you can't accidentally be recording on the wrong setting. They just plug straight into your computer. Yeah. You could start recording straight away. And the benefit of these mics is that if you do upgrade your setup further down the line and get things like mixers, digital recorders, you could still use that microphone because it works in a in a sort of analog way as yeah. well as a USB. Yeah, they've way. got an XLR output as well, and and actually the the improve and grow with that as well don't they like the samsung q2u actually gets better with a good mixer preamp or a good recorder yeah. preamp so it sounds even better than the usb but yeah i mean you're absolutely right this the q2u i think is a great mic it's only what 50 dollars i think last time i looked yeah. 50 pounds in the uk certainly and um it's great quality sounds at least as good as the yeti if not better i think it's better in a lot of cases because the yeti is a condenser so it's really sensitive yeah whereas the the q2u is dynamic so it's just picks up your voice but less of the background noise that kind of stuff um and it's also a handheld so you can take it out and about if you want to mm -hmm. uh, and or mount it to a boom arm really easily so yeah we love the q2u samson stuff's always quite good quality so yeah um and like you say, um, it becomes flexible. Take it out. You can plug it. I actually use the Q2U. I have used it at conferences a fair bit as a USB recorder to record uh, live broadcasts. So what mm -hmm. I do is I get the USB from the Q2U, and this could work with any USB mic, to be fair, but I get an adapter, USB uh, plug out of the, the Q... <laughs> so USB cable out of the Q2U into an iPad via a little um, camera conversion kit which we can put some links in the show notes about this, just go over to thepodcasthost.com. No, sorry, podcraft. <laughs> Podcraft.net forward slash, what episode's this? Six. Ten, I believe 10 so. 10.06. No, seven. <laughs> I will seven. check that. Episode seven. 
the things you should check before recording your podcast. Um, so 1007 for the notes on this podcraft.net forward slash 1007. Um, you'll get a link to this, but yeah, USB cable, uh, camera conversion kit into an iPad and then I'll use the uh, the Spreaker app to, re- to broadcast live and it actually works really well that way. You've got the USB mic straight into that app. So yeah, a few different options there. Basically the Q2U is a great mic with loads of flexibility, isn't it? What about if you're uh, planning on going out and doing some in-person uh, interviews what yeah. sort of setups then? Yeah, so the Q2U I find is good, could be good for that. The only thing is the Q2U isn't great for handling noise. So I've tried recording interviews where I'm holding the Q2U by myself. I'm moving it between, say, me and you sitting here speaking. I, I point it at you, then I point it at me, then I point it at you, but it kind of it rubs and crackles and stuff as you're moving it around. Um, you get handheld mics that are good for that. So the... The Shure SM58, for example, is much better for that, but it's quite expensive. Um, but I find for in-person interviews like that, one of the best ways is actually with a couple of lav mics, isn't it? And what's what's your favourite lav mic these days? Um, well, traditionally, I've used the uh, the Audio Twenty, uh, Audio Twenty, <laughs> Audio Technica uh, Thirty Three Fifty. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So use a couple of them. Um, smart labs we've used a lot in yeah, recent yeah. years, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of benefit to, to using them, isn't there? Because yeah. you could just you could keep them on you all time, and you've always got your phone on Aye. you. They're so simple. Like, so the Smart Lab, the Rode Smart Lab Plus, is a smart lavalier mic. A lavalier mic being a microphone that you plug onto your or you clip onto your shirt. Just one of those tiny wee ones you see on like TV presenters or something like that. Sometimes clips onto your shirt, cable straight into your smartphone, and your smartphone acts as a recorder. So you buy the lav mic for fifty dollars, I believe they are, um, and suddenly you've got actually pretty decent quality audio straight into your smartphone the best thing is with the Rode smart labs the Rode have a little adapter called the SC6 SC6 which um, lets you plug in two smart labs so suddenly you can plug in two of these lav mics have one on your interviewee one on you and it plugs straight into the smartphone so you can record a really good quality two-way interview in person with nothing more than about $100 worth of kit £100 in UK too um and there's the other, I mean, yeah, like you say, I've got one of them in my bag all the time. So I just, it's always there. Whenever I'm at a conference, an event, I can grab a two-way recording really easily, really good quality right away. But the other advantage is that with a lav mic, the, the funny thing is if I take my Q2U and I point that in somebody's face, <laughs> what happens? Especially if you've not agreed to interview them, yes. you just walk up to them. Yeah, but, yeah people, people who aren't really um, experienced in recording audio or yeah. podcast or anything like that just yeah. freeze up as they soon as they up. see a mic don't they or yeah. they start talking really funny yeah they, really they don't talk like or, them at all yeah they're all stilted yeah. and like try to sound clever basically yeah so <laughs> if, if you pin a lav mic to someone i think that takes away a lot of that stigma around yeah. looking down a microphone so. yes yeah they, they forget about it don't they they yeah. forget about it within five minutes it's on their shirt and basically they can use their hands the two of you are just sitting there looking at each other talking through something and you could just have a conversation it's much more natural so I, f- I find it gets you better quality um, interviews sometimes. All right. So that's the Rode SmartLav Plus. Um, what about, I mean, I, I would say that is the starting point where this is a beginner 
series really this is about getting your first episode out there so i would go with one of those two depending on which context you're in are you recording online on your own um then go for the qtu if you're recording much more in person you're wanting to do those in-person interviews then the road smart lab would be a good option but what's it very quickly what's the kind of next step up what's a good like uh, higher level kit Getting yourself a, a good digital recorder like the Zoom H5 or even the H6. So we're using an H5 just now running to Q2Us into it, basically. Yeah, I know yeah. we're going via a mixer, but we could, in theory, just plug directly into yeah, the recorder. Yeah, we could be, yeah, And that's a, that's a great setup. Um, yeah. You're recording in two different channels, if you like. Yeah. You could tweak the levels. You've got a bit more control. More control yeah. So, yeah, getting yourself a, a good digital recorder. If, if you decide podcasting's for you, if you're serious about it, and if you're just looking to upgrade your quality and your options a bit, mm-hmm. then uh, you've obviously, you've got the H6 as well, which is the newest model. That lets you plug, um, I think you could plug six six mics into there. Yeah, you, well, you can plug four in as standard and you can get wee add-ons that let you plug mm-hmm. in as many more XL, XLRs as you want, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, these, these things are like little recording studios that you yeah, could just totally. sit on the table. You could have like, you know, six, seven people around a table and, yeah. and still be able to record them all without yeah. leaning over a mic leaning over the same mic so yeah, yeah um so so absolutely there's an argument if you are a beginner um something like the h5 or the h6 if you know that you're going to be recording in person with somebody so if it's you and me in the room here just recording together that is actually a pretty simple setup two q2us plug directly into the recorder all you do is hit the big red button and you've got a really good quality recording straight away the h6 if you've got four people if you know you're gonna be doing round tables quite often so arguably that is actually quite a good setup for a beginner but only if you've got a big budget because that's that setup's going to cost you four or five hundred dollars yeah it's the kind of setup we tend to recommend if we're working with clients who are like small businesses or organizations yeah. they are complete beginners but there's a few of them yeah they've got yeah. maybe a bit more budget than yeah. an, an individual would have yes and uh, we tend to, to recommend that they get set up with like the h5 or the h6 yeah. because going forward it makes things so much yeah. easier and it's definitely an in-person thing isn't it like if you're recording online then later on in, in your stage you uh, recorders do become useful but um early days the only reason to have a recorder is if you're doing it in person really i would say Alrighty, let's talk quickly about the podcast launch mastermind, which is something that we've got going on just now. If you want to get some more help, if this series has kind of wet your appetite, um, getting you started, hopefully it takes you all the way, to be honest. But if you do want more individual help, if you want some in-person teaching, some in-person help around your particular context, then we are launching the podcast launch mastermind um, that starts next month in June 2018. And basically, it takes the shape of six sessions. Um, so six weeks where you're getting a weekly session an hour and a half long each time where Matthew is going to be doing about half an hour worth of teaching and then one hour of discussion around what you're doing so we'll mix this up and you'll be able to ask Matthew all the questions you want you'll be able to learn from the other people in the mastermind um, oh and I've just realised I said next month you're listening to this in June it starts June 20th so it actually starts uh, as ne- this podcast week. is going out just yeah. next week yes um, so uh, and the price wise it is $395 $395 full price but our members academy members get it for $195 so half price for academy members um, and you can see the academy if you're interested over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash academy but if you want to sign up for the mastermind get that individual help then pop over to thepodcast. 
do all my links. Too many links, too many links, <laughs> thepodcasthost.com forward slash mastermind. And we'd love to see you on that. And if you're listening to this beyond June 20th, we will be running this again in the future. So pop over to that link and you'll find details of the next session that's running. All right, let's do the second half of this episode then, which is all around how to record online, basically. This will be a bit shorter, won't it? So how do you, what's the common ways for recording online? Well, the most common way to, to get on a call uh, nowadays uh, is still Skype mm-hmm. and um, there is a a way of recording Skype I think if you've got Skype for business mm-hmm. you can record a call that way. Yeah, Skype yeah. recently announced that they're going to be bringing in call recording capabilities apparently this summer which you know it kind of it nearly is summer yeah. so we're keeping our eyes open for that yeah. so they're bringing in a, a content creators uh, option I think it is okay. so you're going to be able to record Skype calls directly inside Skype. You reckon that'll be paid? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no I news don't yet. Think so. yeah. I, I, I'm saying I don't think so. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'm just uh, making their decisions for them. Yes. <laughs> but um, currently, when when you when you record via Skype, mm-hmm. uh, you'll commonly use uh, a third party piece of software. Yeah. So if you're on the PC, it was always Pamela. That's a bit broken nowadays. Talk Helper's a better option. It's pretty much the same thing, but it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. If you're on a Mac, there's Ecamm Call Recorder, which I've used for years and really yeah, like. Um, these third-party programs, when Skype brings in its recording capabilities, will probably all break because, <laughs> the, 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 you know, it's just the way it is, yeah. um, I guess. So if you're planning on recording via Skype, it might be worth looking at some alternative options at the moment yeah, rather than buying yeah. I wouldn't buy software at the moment put it that yeah, way yeah. Ecamm and TalkHelper you're, you're the best part of they 50 quid options. now yeah, um, yeah. so I would I would hang fire on that at least till you see what Skype are going to be doing um, and then look at maybe an alternative we've got Zoom uh, which we use quite a lot don't we yeah I love Zoom I think Zoom's great because it's um, it just seems more reliable in Skype to me uh, you get you get your video room it that gives you the video call but you can turn off the video if you want to save the bandwidth uh, it creates a recording for you automatically. Um, so if you go to, and I probably didn't mention this, zoom.us is the URL. It's free. Sign up for free. You can use it to make calls with a bunch of people. You can record just two people for unlimited time. And I think you can record a group of people for up to 45 minutes for free. Uh, and if you pay for it, you get all sorts of extra stuff as well, which we pay for it actually. It's, it's well worthwhile actually. But they'll send you an audio recording straight afterwards. So Zoom, I think, is a great option actually. Is um, the, the only downside for me is that Zoom records everyone online, doesn't it? So like with Pamela, sorry, with Top Kelper or Ecamm, you at least get your own side recorded full quality because it records your mic straight into the app, doesn't it? But it will record the other person uh, online. So you get your interviewee at sort of online digital call quality, which means they're a wee bit less. But Zoom, you get everyone at that quality. So it kind of, it, the quality of the recording can be slightly up and down depending on your connection. But I've never found it terrible. It's always decent. It's always definitely serviceable and usually actually pretty good, I find. Mm. Yeah. You you actually, there was a few calls that you'd said weren't up to your, up to scratch the word. Did you not say, actually, you were saying because it was one of ours, wasn't it? And we were kind of a, Podcasting company, exactly. We kind of had to have higher standards, but um, yeah, for for your average person, I think Zoom call quality is great. 
What about, do you ever use uh, any of the double ender tools like Ringer or Zencaster or similar? No, I mean, I don't, I don't tend to use them to make calls. I do edit a lot of client audio that has been recorded on these platforms sure. and, and yeah, they're yeah. really good to work with. They're really good tools. Yeah. Um, like anything else, you hear of various issues, you know, y- you do get weak things that crop up here and there. Again, you're going to get that um, when you're dealing with computers and the internet and things like that. <laughs> things break. With anything, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah they're, they're really good options. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zencaster, Ringer, there's a couple others uh, popped yeah, up recently. Clearcast we've, as well, is that one too? We've got a, we've got a decent article on that, uh, decent because yeah. I wrote it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link to that in the, the show notes as well, just yeah, some options yeah. for, for recording podcasts yeah. online. I, I think if you search in Google recording a podcast online, it pops up uh, at least one or two. So yeah, you'd find it that way too. But yeah, go to the show notes, the podcast host. Ah, I did it again, podcraft, podcraft, <laughs> podcraft.net forward slash 1007. Um, but yeah, I've used Ringer and Zencaster many times as well, and they they work well. They work well. Um, Ringer, I love the fact that they've got a mobile app, so actually it makes it really simple. If you can, can if somebody, especially if you've got a co-host that you record with regularly, you both have the Ringer mobile app. It actually makes it really simple to record a um, a podcast alongside our, a smart lav, for example. You have a smart lav plugged into your your smartphone on your shirt. The two of you doing it in the exact same way through the mobile, and that's actually a really simple way to record a really high quality podcast. All right. What time are we at? Will we cover mixers? All right, we'll do a wee, a wee tiny bit on mixers. <laughs> what For you, what is the reason you would actually get a mixer? Food versus cement. I was going to go down that <laughs> route, but no. Okay. Um, uh, an audio mixer, yeah. If I wanted to record a podcast and I wanted to, to, to do it as live, if you yeah, like. So yeah. if I wanted to bring in all my sound effects and music and things like yeah. that and play it like it was live on the radio, basically, yes. which... If I could do that to a decent standard, would cut down all my editing time later on because the show is yeah. then basically ready to ship, isn't it? Ready to, to go. So yeah, yeah. Um, you could get a mixer f- for doing that sort of thing. You, you might also get one to record your Skype calls because you could do mix minuses and bring yeah. other people in. So yes. are we going into the mix minus thing here or is uh, that overkill? Uh, maybe. I, th- I think basically... I suppose the way, I think that's a really good point. I think it's the producing live is one of the biggest benefits. It's the fact that you can have, you know, an iPad plugged in with a sound car app in it where you can play your music, you can play the sound effects, you can play listener calls, that kind of thing. But I I suppose the qualifier to that is it takes a while to get good at that, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) You always end up pressing the wrong button or not pressing at the right time. There's a lot going on. Yeah, totally. But, um, but it can work well. Um, and I think that is the reason to get a mixer as opposed to quality. Like it doesn't make your podcast better. It doesn't make the audio better. A cue to you into your computer is going to sound indistinguishable to anyone but an audio file mm. um, in terms of audio quality. So I think the only other thing is, yeah, like more people as well. Like if you want to get four people on the show and some suddenly a mixer might be more useful. But then again, an H6, Zoom H6 can do yeah. that too. Um, the problem is mixers break like or not even break but just have the settings in the wrong place and you don't it takes you ages to figure out what's in the wrong place like a, well, a switch is turned off if or, you've ever got the, the kids in here yeah. and then I come through <laughs> to record something and it's like dials everywhere dials so. all over the shop yeah <laughs> Yeah. So at the beginner session, don't even think about a mixer, I would say, unless you really want to spend a few hours 
um, learning more than a few hours, a few days learning like how to get good at doing it live and you want to pretend to be a radio presenter. <laughs> but yeah, not mixed list, not doing mixed minus. So there's no point because yeah. I, I, th- I think all the tools we've talked about. If you do want to find out about mixed minus, um, then just search that. Search on Google. Do we, we do have an article about mixed minus. We do. We do. We do. Go for it then. Yeah. Thepodcasthost.com forward slash Mix minus M I X M I N U S. And we make it up a link. Here. I am indeed, but you know, <laughs> we can always create it. Mix minus. Okay, cool. We'll have that live by the time this goes live. Um, okay, anyway, that's it for this episode. That is your recording setup, how to record, and the tools you use for it. I uh, hope that's been useful to you. Next time around, we're going to go into recording environment, aren't we? So, almost as important, I would say, as the kit, or more even. I mean, yeah. you can have the best kit in the world if you're in a sh- partners. Yeah. yeah, yeah, arguably more uh, important. So. so probably equal partners. You're right. So you need to be recording in a good environment, a good place to make it sound good. Um, and that's what we're going to cover next time around. So thanks again for joining us. Thanks again, Matthew, for co-hosting. Thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.